In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Coming this week, we will celebrate Veterans Day. We celebrate those men and women who have served in our armed forces. In a sense, we also, it's like a second Memorial Day. We also remember all those who have sacrificed themselves for our freedom. We honor our veterans because to, first of all, to join the armed services is a sacrifice in and of itself. One loses the ability to do whatever they want when they want to for a purpose, and that is in defense of our country. We honor them because they are assigned to places that maybe they don't want to go. They are deployed into dangerous combat zones. Many of them in combat will suffer wounds that will permanently mar them for the rest of their lives. And we honor these men and women for making their lives sacrificial, by offering their very lives for us so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we have each and every day, to be able to speak our minds, to be able to, to go where we want to go, to, to basically live a life of freedom in our country. Now, how does this relate to this gospel? Well, we look at the, these rich folk who are coming into the temple, and of course, they're bringing in large sums of money that they can easily drop into the treasury. They are dropping in this treasury box what is excess. They can afford this. It doesn't hurt them. It's not something which makes them feel at all dis- uh, uncomfortable or painful. So what they bring to the temple to offer the sacrifices to pay the temple taxes is something which is easily done. But we have this poor widow, this widow who we don't know her circumstances in life. We don't know how she got to this low estate. She loves the Lord with all her heart, with all her soul, with all her strength, just as the Mosaic law exhorts us to. She brings the smallest coins that one can place into this treasury box. And for her, this is everything. She makes a sacrifice greater than that of those who were of great means. Because her contribution means that she may have almost nothing to live on. She is placing herself into the hands of our living, of the living God, trusting in his providence, trusting that he will sustain her, trusting that he will arrange the circumstances of her life in such a way that, yes, she will live. Yes, she will continue to go on. It's a contrast to the scribes and Pharisees who pride themselves on their religious devotion, who are using their religious devotion as a means of sordid gain to attract attention to themselves, to receive praise and honor only in a human way. For them, being a follower of the Mosaic law is not really a sacrifice anymore for them. It is simply a means to an end. It is a means for becoming popular, to become rich. But this widow 
truly understands what it means to be a lover of God, truly understands what it means to be a true follower, and that she offers everything that she has to the Lord in complete trust. So this gospel challenges us. This example that our Lord shows us is a challenge to each and every one of us. We might want to ask ourselves this question. Does our Christianity cost us anything? Does it cost us, is it sacrificial to be a Christian? Or do we find ourselves living a sort of comfortable Christianity? Are we holding back something from the Lord? In a sense, are we giving him only what is in excess? That which we can easily afford to give, and I don't just mean what goes in the collection basket every week. It means what of ourselves, of our very selves, do we give to the Lord? How much do we give him? Do we give him everything? Or is there some part of our life that we leave in darkness, that we hold in reserve because we are afraid of being vulnerable, afraid of facing the sinfulness in our lives that blocks us from going that extra mile? Or is there something that we are attached to, something that we don't want to let go of, whether it is material possessions, whether it is an anger or a grudge of some sort, some other spiritual wound that we may have experienced? Are we willing to hand ourselves completely over to the Lord, to put him in complete control of our lives, just as that widow in our first reading, how she gave her all that she had to make to make bread, everything she had to Elijah the prophet, and we see how the Lord rewarded her with his providence, with his grace, by sustaining her, by miraculously refilling her jar of flour so she and her family could live. Because if we hand ourselves over to the Lord, if we lay our, our own lives down completely, if we give him everything and hand ourselves over, then yes, his providence will become more present to us. We will become more aware of his action in our lives. And we will begin to experience greater joy, greater happiness, greater love of God and others, greater freedom, because there is nothing holding us back to love as Christ loves us. Because our Lord demonstrated for us this very principle by laying his life down for our sins, by making a complete gift of himself on the altar of the cross, so that as a worthy sacrifice to his heavenly Father, that we are then given the gift of freedom. Through his passion, death, and resurrection, he paved the way for us to receive the Holy Spirit so that we are made capable of making this complete gift of ourselves. So today, as we contemplate this widow who gave everything she had, let us ask our Lord today to speak to our hearts so that he may reveal to us what is holding us back, 
so that we might give ourselves over to him completely and totally so that he can free us, so that he can save us and lead us to eternal life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.